0: Barefooting with Sierra uses Buzzsprout. Just start with the equipment you already have and a quiet space. Add Buzzsprout and your podcast is ready to go. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to show how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know that I sent you, Gets you a twenty dollar Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support the show. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over one hundred thousand podcasters already using Buzzsprout and get your message out to the world. Hello and welcome to the seventeenth episode of Barefooting with Sierra. My name is Sierra Larson, better known as Barefoot Sierra. I'm a novelist, comic creator, and independent journalist, and I've been living without shoes since two thousand ten. I created this podcast to keep my audiences in touch with all of my projects, to talk about things I care about, and to interact with the awesome people in my various professional networks. In this episode, I interviewed Leroy of Grounding Positive Energy. I'm going to break this podcast up into four parts, novels, comics, journalism, and barefooting, each representing a different aspect of my professional life. I will give you updates on what I'm working on, let you know about any new works you can see keep you in the know about when I do free book giveaways on Amazon. Let's get started. First up, novels. I'm still making steady progress on the Antebellum Romance draft, still doing final edits for Red 72 Revelation, and first-round edits for the still-to-be-named crime novel about a horror writer named Jessica Hensley. In novel news today, Netflix has purchased the rights to Brian Jacques' children's fantasy Redwall novels, Patrick McHale, writer of Cartoon Network's Over the Garden Wall, will write the film based on the first book. Jessica Ow has won the inaugural $10,000 The Novel Prize for her second novel, Cold Enough for Snow. The Novel Prize is a new biennial award for previously unpublished novels written in English that, quote, explore and expand the possibilities of the form and are innovative and imaginative in style, end quote. Au's first novel, Cargo, was published by Picardo in 2011. Now on to Comics. Today’s comic was brought to you by the eight trips it took me to bring in everything from my car after I went to the store. One of my neighbors was nice enough to hold the front door of our building open for me on the last trip in, but oh boy, it would have been so much easier to bring all that stuff in with another person to help me carry it. You can check out that comic on Instagram at World Possums. In Comic News today, Legendary Comics has announced a series of Godzilla vs. Kong tie-in books. There will be two movie prequel graphic novels an anthology of previous comic series, a children's picture book, a children's board book, an art book, and an official novelization. I'm most excited about the Godzilla Dominion graphic novel by Greg Keyes, the official Godzilla vs. Kong novelization by Greg Keyes, and the Godzilla vs. Kong board book with art from Carol Herring. Milwaukee is getting a new comic book store in the Bayview neighborhood. Lion's Tooth is scheduled to open in March for curbside pickups. The shop is located at 2421 South Kanikinik Avenue, and its goal is to sell comic books and graphic novels not available anywhere else in the city. They also offer a subscription program with the Lion's Tooth Zine, an item from a featured artist, and your choice of a comic book, graphic novel, or picture book. Once the pandemic subsides, they will also have a small vegan cafe in the store. You can learn more about the Lion's Tooth at lionstoothmke.com. Alright, next up is journalism. Every day in February, I'm going to highlight one influential Black History figure. Today's Black History Month highlight is Jeanette Dubois, two-time Emmy winner and co-founder of the Pan-African Film and Arts Festival. Jeanette Teresa Dubois' exact date and place of birth is unknown. Her parents were Linny and Gaudi and Gordon Adalbert Dubois. She was raised on Long Island, New York. She made her Broadway debut in February 1960 with a small role in The Long Dream, and went on to gain several Broadway roles thereafter. She began television acting in 1969 in the soap opera Love of Life. During the 1980s, she opened the Jeanette DuBois Academy of Performing Arts and Sciences, a performing arts school for teenagers on Long Island. In 1992, along with Danny Glover and Ayuko Babu, she founded the Pan-African Film and Arts Festival, an annual nonprofit festival that showcases film and art from people of African descent. She won Emmy Awards for her voiceover work on the TV show PJs in 1999 and 2001. She retired from acting in 2016 with 68 credits to her name. She died on the 17th of February 2020 of a cardiac arrest. And now for today's current events. As predicted, as soon as the Alberta government loosened restrictions even the tiniest bit, people were back to being selfish COVID spreaders. On February 9th, a video uploaded to Twitter showed a group of 10 people gathered together at one booth at the Earl's Crossroads location in Edmonton, a restaurant I used to work at and still have friends working at. None of the rule-breaking group had masks on. Surprise, surprise. The patrons were all seated at separate tables when they came into the restaurant, in accordance with current government guidelines that allow up to six people from one household to enjoy a dining experience together, socially distanced from patrons from other households. There is an exception for people who live alone. Two people from separate households can dine out at the same table together if both people live alone. This was not the case in this gathering of 10, though. The restaurant staff quickly separated the group and made them go back to their respective tables, but it only takes seconds for someone to transmit a virus. Honestly, if it had been up to me, I would have asked them to leave. The government is coming down on the restaurant for not doing enough to enforce the rules and threatening them with fines up to $100,000. With 104 cases of variant strains currently in Alberta, and more than half of them linked to community spread, this is not the time to be letting loose. Things are about to get way worse. We still need to stay home. And you can get earls from Skip the Dishes. Thunder Bay, Ontario is reporting an outbreak of COVID among their homeless community. Thunder Bay District Health Unit released a statement to CBC News in which they explained that people in precarious housing situations, including those experiencing temporary or chronic homelessness, are less likely to get tested when they have symptoms and are unable to self-isolate, thus making them more likely to spread the virus than someone who is housed. The health district has actively increased testing among people experiencing homelessness in order to track the spread through the community, and they have enhanced social distancing within shelters. Last but not least, let's talk about barefooting. Today was yet another day of staying inside, away from the cold. I went out to my car made sure my battery wasn't dead, brought in the stuff that I bought at the store yesterday, which was too cold to bring in yesterday. (laughs) Thankfully, my battery wasn't dead. It was so cold, even with shoes, parka, gloves, and a wool hat, that my face felt frozen just going to my car and back. Definitely not barefooting weather. My book, A Brief Guide to Barefooting, will be available as a free ebook from February 14th to 18th. Make sure you head over to Amazon to grab that during the promotion if you don't have a copy already. And now for today's interview with Leroy of Grounding Positive Energy. Hi, Leroy. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. Please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and what you do.
1: Hello. How are you doing, guys? Hi, Sierra. My name is Leroy. I live in Hilo, Hawaii. Right now, I work in human services for Goodwill. What do I do? What else do I do? I'm like a gourmet enthusiasts. I'm in an open marriage or polyamorous marriage, which is fun. There's a lot of self-discovery in there. That's about it, you know, so... Yeah. Feel free to ask me anything.
0: Yeah. So b- before we started the interview, we were chatting and you, you mentioned you were born and raised in New York and that you'd lived mm-hmm. all over. Could you kind of like recount your moving around years and what took you all over? All
1: right. So I was born and raised in White Plains, New York. Graduated from White Plains High School. I would say a good chunk of 90 percent of my classmates were the same ones that I went through kindergarten with or elementary school, middle school and high school. So. We have a very unique family, you might say. It's very diverse group of children at the time too. You know, so we keep in touch through Facebook and all that kind of stuff. After high school, I immediately joined the Marine Corps. Well, let me backtrack a bit. So while in high school, I had an opportunity to live in Spain for a year when I was a junior in high school, and that was from like when I was like 15, going on 16 at the time, and I lived in a fully Spanish immersion school neighborhood, no English at all. So it kind of forced me to pick up the language within four months, which is really 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 astounding but yeah after the junior year i went back to my senior year in high school completed high school and then i joined the military i still wanted to travel because i lived in europe fortunately i didn't expect this to have the option so it was like east coast west coast or overseas so i chose overseas coincidentally i got chosen to go to hawaii so yeah hawaii is very nice it's very very nice i don't want to brag about the weather too much for the ones that is going through a, a horrendous winter right now. I know. I used to be a true man of the North when I was born and raised in New York. So it's been a while since I get to experience some real dramatic cold, you know? Yeah, negative Negative degree weather, I have not felt that in ages. I don't even can't even imagine how it would feel right now. Maybe sticking your hand in a freezer for brief periods at a time is the closest thing I could ever get to experience <laughs> extreme cold. I was stationed in Hawaii, and then, then I got married before I got out, and then transferred over to California. I was living in Los Angeles for about a good cumulative of about eight years, and then we ended up moving back to Hawaii because we missed it and my next goal is to perfect how to make falafel Don't make falafel That'd be dope awesome yeah
0: sounds like you have oh, a yeah. very very interesting life out there in hawaii
1: you have to diverse <laughs> yourself you have to diverse yourself out here you, you can never stick with one thing because after a while you'll get so bored so
0: bored so that is yeah. definitely true yeah you mentioned that year you're in an open marriage polyamorous can you talk a little bit about that what that looks like for you
1: okay so i'm relatively sort of new to it so what i understand is it's basically how to keep it as simple as possible it's sort of like you love someone so much that you don't control them and vice versa you have a mutual respect and not everyone is probably amorous so the best advice or the best thing that keeps me open and really accepting of this i wouldn't say alternative approach to relationships but it's sort of like people have a capacity to love other people it's never a a contest it's more like it's, it's just different dynamic every potential relationship that you're approach has its own unique, different quality. It's never better than the other one, if that makes any sense. It depends on the the couples too. Some people will have a exterior relationship based on a kink, or it could be an external relationship for the friendship dynamic. It doesn't always have to be sexual. There could be other people that has that intimacy level to it also. Which is very interesting. And so I'm learning all of these things. And at the same time, you know, you got to address issues that a lot of people within the monogamous relationship is sort of like they have issues with abandonment. And of course, the almighty jealousy issues. Jealousy is like a huge, huge thing. And to me, I was never really a jealous person. I, I don't like to use the word hate, but I really dislike that element within a relationship, you know, because people can be jealous and they'll just throw accusations and the relationship would just get so toxic and it's like draining it's no longer a haven of being yourself and, and loving yourself and loving that person freely if there's always like oh let me see your phone give me your phone that kind of deal or you know I was in, the, I was in a marriage that was sort of like that why is there a code on your phone and I'm like well in case I <laughs> lose my phone I don't want anyone just picking up and using my phone you know that's the whole reason yeah that to me was like no that's not love more like more of an ego than anything it's not it's not even about love it's not about trust so with this polyamorous thing it it really puts it to the test for a lot of people you have to be open and accepting. It's not about yourself. It's about loving your partner even more and sharing and in our case, it's good for us to be more open and transparent like she knows what I'm doing and I know what she's doing and we never really questioned and never had a thought in our mind of like, oh, what she's doing behind my back kind of thing. That never really, that never happened. So it's been beautiful. It kind of allows me the time to like really take back if I am ever in the position of of an exterior relationship with somebody. Sort of like, okay, maybe I get to be more picky or something like that. I kind of am talking to somebody. Coincidentally, she's a barefooter also like me. And so we kind of share that same dynamic. But we're also finding out it's more to it than war- our sense of fashion, you might say. <laughs> we have a lot of that in common. But above all, we got to really make sure that we're compatible as friends as well. And of course, you've got to be an attraction. So it's been great. I mean, we're good friends, we talk and that sort of thing, but there's like no expectations as to what's going to happen and we're not rushing into anything. So that's that's really nice. Yeah, and then we ordered books. So the books I've ordered and I got is um, one of them is Polysecure and then there's more than two. Don't ask me about those. Yeah, I haven't read those yet. I'm still stuck on my Stephen King novel. So <laughs> after after I finish that Stephen King, then I'm going to start going ahead and reading those books. So I got those books specifically for my wife and I to actually read and actually whenever we run into something that's like oh let's go talk about this how would you feel about this how would you feel about that it's a very good open mature way of actually introducing our relationship into this kind of dynamic it wasn't my idea initially it was actually her idea but i found out that polyamory and all that kind of stuff was actually within society way before the concept of monogamy and then and there's like a different stories as to what's the concept of marriage what's the meaning behind marriage and i'm no historian, but I heard usually it's for financial reasons or for land or something happens to the spouse or something, the, the whoever is still alive would get something out of it. Nowadays, people have their own careers and so, you know, you can get a loan for a house if you want, and or my spouse can get a loan for a house by herself. She doesn't really need needs, you know, that kind of thing, you know, so. I don't know how Canada is, but United States is <laughs> you know, you gotta be sort of like to have those values within, but there's also opportunities as, as far as how much you make in income so the more income you make is basically the better off you are and however you can live your life the way you want to live it yeah
0: yeah so you mentioned that you're a barefooter can you talk a little bit about it's like for you and how you got started with that
1: okay yeah it's it's sort of like instinct for me i've been for as long as i can remember the earliest the earliest memory i i get of being consciously being a barefooter was when i was a kid born and raised in new york and my parents when they were alive at the time we'll go to jamaica to visit relatives and it's in a rural part of jamaica so this is like back in like late 70s early 80s so in rural Jamaica so this is like the only time when we would go there every summer is like for me to blend in with my cousins and the neighborhood kids I had to go around with no shoes and I remember the first time I'm like really conscious about that they would like make fun of me and stuff call me a Yankee or something like that and then for me to want to fit in I had to take my shoes off but the kids will run around in the gravel like nothing meanwhile I'm, I look like I'm stepping on hot coals and the more they see that the more fun they make of me and then and then I was like you know what I'm gonna show them so usually when the summer is gone it's time for me to fly back to New York I try to stay barefoot as long as I could and so even in winter times I mean there are times I have to take out the trash I have to go outside the building you know to go downstairs and throw trash out and stuff in the snow so I would do things like just go out there in there's snow barefoot you know that sort of thing in New York is I don't know if you ever been to New York I haven't okay so growing up in New York and uh, White Plains New York this is about 45 minutes from, from Manhattan or something. New York is like the fashion mecca of the United States. You understand what I'm saying? You cannot get caught dead wearing different socks. That's how bad it is. They'll tell you to go lift up your pants Let me see your socks. And if you have one sock that has red stripe and the other one with some blue stripes, you're going to get joked on. You're getting joked. And God forbid if you're wearing some off-brand shoes and stuff like that. And here I am trying to, you know, be in a, be in a I call it the shoe box at the time. Instead of in the closet (laughs) so like usually after school the shoes comes off and i try to go around barefoot around the apartment even my parents at the time was like how can you go around barefoot even in the winter time because it just gets so it's stiflingly cold even though it's heated and stuff but the floors would get really unusually cold and stuff but i stuck to my guns and i've been having that habit ever since and then as i get older and stuff especially when i joined the military i was stationed in hawaii so I, i was able to meet some people some locals and stuff on oahu which is more westernized still than anything but I remember I dated this one girl she was like Hawaiian Puerto Rican mix she had had the habit of just going around barefoot even to the stores and everything like that and that was like you know my first one of my first um, relationships and stuff and it kind of influenced me too she so was like she'll call me a haole or something like that or something oh just blend in you know because she, she's like a surfer kind of person and so and I was in the military and we were dating and we would just go to the stores and I feel so embarrassed and she just goes in there like all oh, casual like la di da da and I was like I wanted to do that, that con- Confidence. It was more of a confidence thing, you know, and she didn't care about what anyone thinks of her at the time. She's, she's just doing her. It makes her feel good. It makes her very super assertive to her lifestyle, her well-being, and no one will ever tell her any differently. I, I wanted that. So I'm proud to say I'm able to achieve that, you know, so I'm, I'm very happy and assertive with my, 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 my decision. And I try to look into it, too, sometimes a bit too deeply because I wonder, because the question is like, how is it that there's such so few of that are like this, you know? It's like, it's something that's so natural is just taking off your shoes and not wearing any shoes and going around barefoot. I don't see how is it that we're the only species on the planet that are so, you know, anal about it or so concerning about that. Like clothing, I can understand. Or I can see people would make boots or something so that you won't lose your toes or anything like that. But other than that, I don't see why it's such a big deal, you know? But I guess I'm one of those people that's highly receptive to the touch of the grass and the asphalt to the dirt trails and out here we have lava fields some lava fields are very brutal they have some really sharp jagged glass-like areas and stuff those areas we you know a lot of people avoid even with hiking boots you know so and not not even animals would go through there only maybe birds or some insects but other than that it just feels like it's me if that makes sense yeah someone the other day told me oh this is that's your signature style because i'll be out walking and they'll see me tall black guy with that with bare feet and stuff and i already stand out being you know, you know, I'm tall. I'm like, I'm like six foot one three quarters, and I stood out right there. But they look down, they see my see my size twelve feet and stuff, and it's like, oh, there's Leroy. Oh yeah, that's his signature style. And I'm like, thank you, but it shouldn't be my signature style. It should be everyone's signature style, you know. But I've been like that for years, and people would say we go through a phase, but no, it's been I've been like that since the fully into it, like since the '90s, since like during during the military and after the military, it's I've been like that. Even in California, it's very rare to see other people it's a very interesting lifestyle choice i enjoy it i love it it's very healthy i think it's getting more and more mainstream i think that's the end goal to make it mainstream enough where you don't have to worry about getting kicked out of stores the only time i ever wear shoes is like at work and i leave them underneath the desk that's a guarantee that i don't forget my shoes
0: that's one yeah. way yeah
1: and i think you carry like an emergency pairs of shoes in your car just in case i don't know just in case yeah where do you keep your where do you keep yours i keep mine's like right underneath the driver's if he if he's oh. Um,
0: I keep mine like in on the floor area of the passenger front seat. That's safer than my than
1: my method. I gotta be conscious of that. (laughs) That's a good idea. It's it's beautiful out here. It's
0: been great chatting with you.
1: Likewise, Sierra, thank you so much. And I really appreciate it. Awesome. All right, bye.
0: Bye. You can find Leroy on Instagram at grounding underscore positive underscore energy. That's all for today's show. I'll be back tomorrow with another interview, this time with barefoot author Nellie Potts. Thanks so much for listening in. If you have any questions or comments, you can send them to sierrathebarefootgirl at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at sierrathebarefoot, on Facebook as sierrathebarefootgirl, on Twitter at SierraBarefoot, and on TikTok at sierraisbarefoot. You can follow the podcast itself on Instagram at barefootingwithsierra. All of my books are available on Amazon. My comics are available on Instagram at worldofpossums and patreon.com slash possumpeat. Thank you to Legion X for the intro and outro music. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening, and please share it with a friend if you've enjoyed it. Until next time, this has been Barefooting with Sierra.